What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Tuesday, January 4th. I'm Gideon Resnick. I'm Josie Duffy-Rice. I'm Travel Anderson. And I'm Priyanka Arabindi, and this is What A Day, welcoming you to history's first perfect year. Honestly, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just going to say, how dare you? <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing. I want all of you to stop right now. <laughs> well, happy New Year, Wad Squad. We are finally back from the holidays. Ooh, we are. True. And you know, because you can hear us. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah, 2021 is done, and we are excited to tell you all that you need to know throughout 2022. So today, we are doing things a little differently. Yep, we're going to spend all episode talking about the big story we'll each be keeping an eye on in the new year. I'll get us started with this story. This is a little bit of a cop-out since it's a catch-all. It's something that we've talked about quite a bit last year, but it is the pandemic. Boo! We don't know everything we need to know yet. I know COVID-19 has been very divisive in this country. It's become a political issue. Overhyping COVID? It's already killed 780,000 Americans. As we've been talking about, there was a new variant identified towards the end of last year, Omicron. We spent more time learning and discussing what that was all about. And it was yet another reminder of the fact that we are unfortunately not done with this. We can't put it quite behind us. And I think you can look at basically every single aspect of life this upcoming year and pretty obviously point out how anything we think about is going to be impacted by the course of the pandemic. And it could be good. You know, we'll see. Probably not, but that's okay. (laughs) Talk to us about some of the things you'll be thinking about as we continue to cover the virus. I have a lot of questions. The thing that jumps out to me that I think we've been spending a lot of time talking about, you know, for months is, does the U.S. get to a point where, like, this isn't a daily active concern, where we're not talking about it, thinking about it all the time? If there is a change there, does that impact the way the public views the Biden presidency? Does it influence how they vote in the midterms? If people are feeling better about where the Mm -hmm. pandemic is at and in their daily lives... Does the world get to a point where like this isn't dictating how we live every day? Can you travel internationally? Is there vaccine distribution and equity? Does that get better? Does the way that the planet is going to have to combat climate change, do people collectively learn from the failure of what we've done here so far and try to fix that, which would be the other seemingly insurmountable global challenge? Um, That I'm not sure about, but... Yeah, those are just some of the things that uh, keep me up at night. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds very chill. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> These are great and very depressing questions. But mm-hmm. as you look back on 2021, what else are you thinking about in the new year? That would actually just like wasn't enough to be thinking about at night, Gideon. So we need you to have more things that you're thinking about. Well, look, 
I mean, I, I guess it's like the question is like, does this ever fade into the background for us? And by us, I mean humanity collectively, right? It maybe has for a lot of people, but I'm wondering if there ever is going to be something that is like the moment that Priyanka was talking about at the end of last year, the summer of 2021, where it at least felt like things were looking up in the U.S., right? Over time, that certainly changed <laughs> and brought us to the end of last year. Take a listen. What happens here is they get their vaccine. They're very grateful that we're here. Wow, I've missed you right. all. So we're going to take our masks off. Okay. Thank you to science. Want to get to some breaking news now that has just come into us. Omicron's here. Just when we thought we could breathe the sigh of relief, here we are. Everybody should put the mask back on. That's just going to be our new normal. Ugh. What okay. a whiplash in terms of a mind. I did not like this montage. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is this. I, I apologize for doing this to, to everybody. But, um, you know, you asked and I answered. Um, so, yeah, this is not a particularly insightful observation as to where we're heading in 2022. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I think it is going to dictate basically every other thing that we think about in life. And I hope that it is good for everybody and that we can move forward. Crossing you know, our fingers. What an attempt to make that possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I tried. I tried. I um, okay, so because the pandemic is going to be looming over our politics this year, unfortunately, Priyanka, tell us about what you are going to be paying attention to in 2022. All right. Aside from Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker's wedding, which mm-hmm. I am assuming is happening this year, <laughs> sure. I, not unlike many of you listening to the show at Crooked Media here, making this show, will inevitably spend most of my time this year thinking about the midterm elections. Mm. I know that is also a very obvious answer, (laughs) but it's true. There are 34 Senate seats up for grabs as well as 435 seats in the House. And while Democrats narrowly control both of those so far, a lot has been speculated about whether or not that will stay the same come November. Mm -hmm. And we're going to leave all of that to the pundits and the TV shows and all of that. (laughs) That's why you actually listen to this show. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to repeat any of the speculation here, but I will say this. Midterm elections usually get pretty shitty turnout, but the last ones we had in 2018 saw 53% of voting age citizens turning out to vote, and that was a record for the past 100-plus years. Wow. That's amazing and depressing. Yeah, incredibly. (laughs) It just doesn't seem that high, guys. I feel like we can do better. But that happened because regular people all over the country were motivated to go the extra mile, not only to vote, but to donate their time, their money, their energy to help other people do the same, to talk to people about what's at stake and why candidates and policies are important to them. And guess what? We got to do it all over again. (laughs) I know November seems like a while from now, but it's also not that far away. And that is why here on WAD, we will be talking to candidates and experts around the country about the issues, their plans to combat them, and what we need to do to help. We'll be doing it all year long. You know, I just want to say that I do think we should all get a six-month break where we don't have to hear about anybody <laughs> right. who's been elected <laughs> office. I just, right, right, just right. like every couple of years, just like a six months, we're like, whatever, and then we can get back in it. It'd be great. Anyway, that's not possible, and it's really important that you pay attention to elections now <laughs> until you die. So um, it's not... <laughs> So uh, we've been talking about local elections and midterm elections, but how can people get involved in their own local community? Because as we've talked about a lot on here, that's really important and it usually doesn't get as much attention, right? Yeah, I really want to plug the team at Vote Save America because I think they do a really good job making this accessible and easy for people and just keeping it all in one place. Mm -hmm. They're really on top of it. They source kind of the best ways for us to maximize volunteer hours, donations, whatever we have to give, and they compile everything in one place. You can find where near you campaigns to volunteer for, what the issues are in elections, you know, what 
the deadlines are to register, all that information you would ever want and need in one place. It's been a really invaluable resource to me, and I know so many other people have used it in the past. I highly recommend using it and sending it to people you know, especially if you've moved in the last year. Use it Mm -hmm. to double-check that you're still registered to vote, and if you're not, fix that early as you know if you've listened to the show. It's not getting any easier to vote most places. (laughs) So highly recommend getting on that early. We will be on it over the course of this year. I know we will all be kind of interviewing candidates and and talking about these issues. So just buckle up for that. More hope. (laughs) (laughs) I promise we've got more of what's in store in 2022 with what Josie and Travel are watching. Hopefully it is a little more hopeful than what we have presented. But first, we're going to take a quick break for some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, Books promo code WAD. What a day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit betterhelp.com slash wad today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash wad. 
We are back for our first WAD of 2022, and all of us are sharing the story that we are keeping a close eye on this upcoming year. Josie, what are you watching? Uh, There's so much stuff worth our attention and the joy of our modern times. And I mean joy very sarcastically, to be clear, means that (laughs) we probably can't even predict the specifics of whatever absurdity awaits us in 2022. Mm -hmm. Who even knows? But if there is one story I'm sure to be watching, I bet you guys will all be shocked to hear that it is the current battle over the future of our criminal justice system. Mm. I'm not really into sports. Shocking. I don't do much. I don't have any hobbies. This is my hobby, okay? This is what I do. I like that the decision that you're presenting was sports or the criminal justice system. I'm just like, other people watch the Super Bowl, I guess, and I like, whatever, I do this. So um, my life is super chill and lighthearted. That's all right. But yes, that's what I will be watching. That's okay. Okay, so the past several years have been pretty strange and tumultuous. How have they set the stage for where we are now? Yeah, I mean, I think since George Floyd's murder, right, these years have had moments of real promise. And then they've also had moments of real disappointment. So for context, two years ago, very few people had even heard of the concept defund the police, right? It wasn't something anybody talked about. And then in the months after George Floyd's murder, criticism of police and prosecutors and prisons reached a new high. And a lot of people really started to imagine what a future could look like where we depended less on law enforcement to ensure public safety. But the thing is, while the rhetoric and the polling changed, the policy mostly did not. Right. And there were some steps taken here and there. I mean, here at Atlanta, for example, we have a new program called PAD that sends non-law enforcement first responders in situations where a law enforcement officer isn't warranted or wanted. Mm -hmm. So there are some good things happening. But despite all the fear mongering by police departments around the country, they have not even been a little defunded. In fact, they've been more funded. Max funded, refunded, whatever, however you want to call it. Um, They've managed to get more funding over the past year. And meanwhile, certain types of crimes have increased over the past year, including in many places, homicides. Many critics are now kind of blaming this rise in crime with defund or Black Lives Matter. That is who they're saying is responsible for this rise in crime. There is, I should say, Zero evidence of that. Absolutely zero. None. Zip. Zilch. Um, And if I were a betting woman, I'd say that the same thing that led to an increase in some crime was probably the global pandemic that shook up every facet of every person we know's life. That little thing. Um, (laughs) You know, that had some impact. But still, law enforcement has been really successful at convincing people that, in fact, the conversation about reimagining policing led to an increase in crime. And I'm pretty nervous about what that means for the near future. Mm. So what do you think led to the failure of enacting real change in 2021? This is really how criminal justice policy and policy more broadly is made in America. Often our policy decisions are shaped by fear, not imagination. They're shaped by punishment and not by safety. So I think it's safe to say that that's why traditionally we have shoved millions of people in prison many for excessively long sentences, rather than address their material realities, right? But it doesn't have to be this way. America has spent decades building this Goliath of a failed system. And if you look over the past few decades, both parties are squarely to blame for mass incarceration. They've made one fear-based, terrible policy decision after another. But in 2022, I'm hopeful and I'll be watching to see whether we're finally ready to think more critically about the ways in which our mass punishment infrastructure has failed us and absolutely failed the people who have languished under it for so long. You know, the question isn't whether we can, but whether we will. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. So, Travel, it is your turn. What are you going to be looking for in the new year? 
Well, first and foremost, I'm hoping that 2022 will be the year we finally get a new Rihanna album. Yes. Or Rihanna, I should say. That's how she says her name. Um, But beyond that, surprise, surprise, I'm still pushing the trans agenda. So I'll be keeping my eyes on the yet unfolding political landscape as it relates to trans rights. Last year was already a dumpster fire from sports bans, restricting trans youth from playing on the sports teams that align with their identities, to attempts to legally outlaw gender-affirming and life saving care for trans folks and beyond. So as we look to this new year, activists and advocates are already gearing up for what they predict will be an even worse onslaught of attempts to codify transphobia and legislate transphobic discrimination. Here's ACLU lawyer Chase Strangio in conversation with journalist Tuck Woodstock on their podcast, Gender Reveal. We're now in this moment where the courts are much more conservative and the escalation of attacks are much higher and, and more frequent. And we're dealing with two contexts, you know, the context of mostly youth in in sports, as well as healthcare access for minors. And we're up against a lot of challenges in these spaces. And I really believe that the other side's arguments are, are sort of patently absurd. And yet we are losing many of these fights. And so to put this into perspective, Strangio, who's been on the front lines of these legal battles, notes that 13 anti-trans bills actually passed in state legislators last year. This comes after he and the folks at the ACLU were able to stop almost every other anti-trans bill leading up to it other than 2016's North Carolina bathroom bill. On our last show of 2021, you talked a lot about hopeful moments in the trans Mm -hmm. community and the opportunities they've had to share their stories. So is that making any impact on the ways that the public sees trans people and how they feel about these kinds of laws? Well, public opinion is really a mixed bag of foolishness. I don't know if you can really trust the American people today, but, you know, we'll get to that later. Um, And by that, I mean a Gallup poll from last year noted that while Americans overall support trans people in the military, for example, significantly less people believe trans folks should be able to play on sports teams that align with their identities. So more people are comfortable with us risking our lives in the name of nationalism than there are folks who believe women and girls who are trans should be able to compete against other women and girls in sports. Yeah. And I mean, I think we probably have our own opinions about why that is. But what do you attribute to that disconnect? You know, I got a long list of (laughs) attributions. But in large part, I think it's due to the ways conservatives and the religious right have exploited the lack of knowing and understanding by the American public. Mm. So many people still don't have personal experience with a trans person, or at least they think they don't have any personal experience with a trans person. And so when people espouse dangerous and disgusting rhetoric about trans people being predators or mentally ill or otherwise confused, That leads to the emotional, psychological, and physical violence that many of us experience, both Mm. from everyday people and the institutions that are supposed to protect us. Mm. And that rhetoric, which is finding legal footing because of how conservative courts have become over the last few years, is in part responsible for 2021 being the deadliest year on record for trans and gender nonconforming people. So this year, I'll be covering as many of these legal battles as possible in hopes of equipping us all with the necessary information we need to start for some and continue for others showing up for trans folks. Yeah. Yeah. And I am excited to hear you do it. Me too. And it's going to be great. (laughs) Those are the headlines that we're all looking toward in 2022. But one more thing before we go, if you've got a particular story you think we should follow in the new year, message us. That's actually how I found good stories before. People have slid into my DMs and been like, hey, are you going to talk about this on WAD? So keep doing it. It's great. You can find us all on social, on Twitter, Instagram, and more. Please do. 
That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Instagram to see pics of our unprecedented in-person <laughs> recording and tell your friends to listen. And if you are into reading and not just 2022 on checks like me, <laughs> What a Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at cricket.com slash subscribe. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. I'm Travel Anderson. I'm Jesse Duffy Rice. I'm Gideon Resnick. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the, the new year. year. We hope it's more joyous than how we presented it. <laughs> Crossing our fingers. It's going to be great, guys. It's going to be real good. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect year, as we said. Perfect. What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Bill Lance. Jazzy Marine and Raven Yamamoto are our associate producers. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producers are Leo Duran and me, Gideon Resnick. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun, where you can sink a putt raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com.